Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. It's your girl Kay bringing it back for the 992,000. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just being silly today. But I wanted to have a conversation about something that one of my clients reached out and asked me about. So I'm going to read exactly what she asked me and then I'm going to go into uh, what I said back to her and just like some other things that I want to add on. So I got a message and um, she said to me, I'm so sick during the day. It's hard to do much, but I do wonder how I can better prepare for my maternity leave. What can I do now to earn more now so that I can save better? And how do I stack cash? Okay. So, and then she said some other things, but I'm not going to read all that. Um, but I thought this was a really great question. And I thought it was something that would be really great as a podcast episode because I get a lot of moms that come to me uh, pregnant asking, you know, how do they prepare their business or what do they need to do? Most specifically, how can they stack cash? Like how can they have, you know, the money they need or how much money should they, you know, save up before the baby comes? And so I want to talk about it because I've had two completely different baby experiences. I can speak to both ends. Okay. My first baby, I was not prepared at all. The business was not prepared. And so because of that, I ended up not taking a maternity leave at all. And then on the other perspective or on the other end, I had another baby that I literally, I think I scheduled two months off and ended up taking four months off. So it was great. Um, and so I'm like, wow, this is like, this is such a great question because I've been on both sides. And then I have clients who have, I've also served as they have prepared for maternity leave or prepared their business for a baby or even preparing their business for a sabbatical. You know, like we don't talk about this a lot, but a lot of major CEOs and business owners and stuff like that take sabbaticals where they take, you know, three months off or six months off from their business and they're fully off. Like they're fully not, um, they're not working in the business. They may do like a, an occasional check-in here or there, but they are really hands-off in their business. And so um, I, I find this very fascinating, the fact that I've helped so many moms be able to do this, whether it's a sabbatical, whether it's an extended vacation, or of course, whether it's a maternity leave. And so here's just what I wanna recommend if you're having your first child, your next child, or if you are just considering taking an extended break for, for whatever reason. So the first thing that I would say is we have to set some realistic expectations. Um, when it comes to pregnancy in particular, it's so nuanced, right? Some of us have you know an amazing entire pregnancy. Others, it's just... It's a hot mess express. I was one of the hot mess express ones. And so, um, you know, in hindsight, a lesson that I learned after my first pregnancy was I just need to take that first trimester to acclimate myself, right? To rest and just figure out how I'm feeling before I start to make any major moves or decisions in how I'm navigating my business. If you guys hear any scraping, I have the baby sitting on my lap. So, um, you know, he's doing his thing. But um, so thing number one is just to set realistic expectations. And so I, at this season, when you were first thinking about preparing your business for a baby, it's really important that you dial in your bare minimum business strategy. And what I mean by this is you need to know what's the minimum you need to do for visibility, to nurture, and to convert, right? What's the minimum that 
that you need to do to get people through your funnel so that you can continue to sign clients. So thing number one about setting realistic expectations really just revolves around understanding that your capacity is not going to be at 100. It's not going to be at 100 while you're pregnant. Even if you have a great pregnancy, your your um, your energy is still going to go up and down. You're still going to have, you know, days that you're just not feeling it. And it's probably going to be even more because you're just like in that mom mode. And so it's really important that we set these realistic expectations and we don't try to just like work ourselves into the ground because that's, that's not good for us, right? It's not good for our body. And I learned that the hard way with King. Um, I, I ended up having King early and everything just because, you know, I was really just, I was, I was living or I was um, trying to live up to expectations that just were not realistic for my business. And I'm not going to say like, oh, your goal needs to be this. You know, your body best, you know, what your schedule looks like, like, you know, these things best, but I really just want you to manage your expectations and don't try to, you know, make yourself do things that you're just, not in the headspace or you don't have energy to do take a step back give yourself some space to think about and recognize what season you're about to enter into and really the number one thing is to dial in your bare minimum business strategy so whenever somebody comes to me pregnant whenever someone comes to me saying they want to take an extended time off i always like dive deep into okay let's figure out what your funnel is let's figure out what your bare minimum strategy is i do this with everybody but especially when you come to me pregnant because i'm like okay we only have a few months to really get all this together so I want us to really prioritize that time. So that's thing number one. Now, thing number two, when it comes to preparing your business, especially for a baby, I always say, go ahead and start signing clients in advance. Now, I love signing clients in advance, period. Like, there's nothing better to me than to, to sign clients in, in advance, right? I really love the idea of, you know, it's November now. I love the idea of you signing clients for April, right? Like, I don't, I don't feel like, I feel like that's how you should run your business, especially as a service provider. Service providers, we should be booking out our services in advance. That way you always know what's coming. So when you finish up one one project or one client, you can move on to the next. For coaching, it's a little bit more nuanced. So, you know, you may not always like kind of project that far out because a lot of times we do re-signs and all that kind of stuff. But still, you should have people, even as a coach, that are signing up in advance for your offers. And so during this time when you are preparing your business, I encourage you to sign clients in advance. The reason why you want to do this is because it protects your cash flow. It boosts your cash flow in the meantime, but also it makes it to where you have money coming in during your time off. So I consider things like doing extended payments. I did this a lot for my second pregnancy. I did a lot of extended payments, but I also got deposits for things. So I might not have done extended payments, but I would take an upfront deposit. It could be whatever you want, 25%, 50%, 20%. It doesn't matter the percentage, 33%. But just getting that deposit upfront, that way you can save that money, put it to the side, stack it, and then when you go on leave, maybe their payments resume. And so then at that point, you will have money coming in during your maternity leave. So um, getting deposits is, an, is another really, really great way to one, sign clients in advance, but two, to prepare your business, right? Because now you're bulking up your cash, right? You're, you're, you're getting your cash stacked up so that when you take that time off, you're not missing anything because you have these deposits, you have these people that you know are going to be making payments during the time that you're on leave. So you're not worried about 
cash coming into your business, right? You're not worried about having to necessarily sign a new client. While we want to still sign clients while we're on leave, I, I signed plenty of clients while I was on leave. And a lot of my clients do sign clients on leave, but you don't want to depend on that because it can put you in a headspace where you feel like you have to check back into your business because you're like, okay, I don't want my business to fall apart while I'm on leave. Another thing is that when you're preparing your business, you want to prioritize conversions, right? So in addition to like getting yourself, um, getting your business to a point where you have things scheduled and automated and stuff, you really want to prioritize um, conversions because again, you want to stack your cash. You want to get ahead of your sales cycle. And so you do that by prioritizing the conversion stage of, um, uh, or the conversion season of your business. So it's going to be really important during this time to consider launching, right? If you have a launching business model, then you might want to launch one extra time, right? Before your maternity leave. Um, that way you have that again, cash flow stacked up. Um, and you can launch in a way, cause like I, I did this right before I went on maternity leave where I launched and even though the program started, it didn't necessarily start with me. I think I hosted the first call. I was pregnant then. I hosted the first call, I remember. And then I turned around and I basically just had guests come in and fill in the gap for me while I was gone. And um, when I went on maternity leave the second time, I was pretty hands off, but I did engage like in my communities and in my groups because I just really enjoy those spaces. And then also nobody knew I was pregnant. So I didn't have enough time to really prepare my audience. But that's another thing that I want you to also do. And it's something that I recommend to my clients all the time is if you plan to share your pregnancy, if you plan to announce it, make sure you share it with your clients. So I didn't have to do that. If you have a coaching business, a lot of times you don't have to, right? Because it doesn't really matter. Um, I, something that I experienced recently was a coach that was pregnant. She just extended our coaching time together. So she was taking six weeks off. So then everybody's coaching got pushed another six weeks. And then while she was on leave, we still had access to her, but it was very limited, right? And of course we all respected that because like, Sis just had a baby. Like, it's not even that deep. Like, nothing is that big of a deal. So it, it was fine. But that's something that you can do is just communicate to your community, communicate to your clients. Hey, I'm going to be taking this time off. So, you know, here's how the schedule is going to look. But even with that, I'm all about signing clients in advance. And then you communicate that to them, right? You let them know, hey, this program doesn't start until this date. Or, hey, I'm now booking for April. You know, even though right now it's November, you're still booking for April because you're going to be off, you know, January, February or whatever you, you want to do, right? So, Signing clients in advance. Now, this kind of also leads to the question of, you know, how much money should you save or like how much money should you have, you know, kind of stacked up or whatever um, to have a baby, like, you know, to go on maternity leave or to go on a sabbatical or whatever. I found that in terms of cash flow, four months was enough for me. And what I mean by four months is four months for business expenses and four months of paying myself. Um, and of course my team, right? But that's included in my business expenses. So the reason why I found four months to, I mean, four months just worked for me, but, um, what I found for myself and what I found for all the moms that I've really helped get into and get through maternity leave is that it's a really good idea for you to double whatever your leave time is. So if you decide to do, you know, six or eight weeks, right, then you want to double your leave time. So if you're going to do eight weeks, you want to have, you know, 16 weeks of 
cash stacked, right? So that would be four months of stack of, of cash. And a lot of us usually take anywhere from six to eight weeks. Um, sometimes you take more, but um, on average, it's usually about six to eight weeks. So in that case, you want to have four months of cash flow because you never know. You may need more time. You may want more time, right? Like for me, my last pregnancy, I just wanted more time. Like I just wanted to have more time off. And it was great that I had the cash flow. I didn't have to worry about jumping back into business. So what I ended up doing for the last baby is um, I had him and then I had him in the winter and then I took two, like the normal two months off. And then after that, the third month I did like a half schedule. So I already worked 20 hours a week. So at that point I was working 10 hours a week. And then the following month after that, the fourth month, um, I, I still stayed, I think I stayed at like maybe half the time. Like I did two weeks where I worked 10 hours and then the other two weeks, I really like got myself back acclimated. Um, but then ever since then, I've been hovering somewhere around like 15 hours a week. Sometimes it's like 20, sometimes it might be more or whatever. But like, I, I feel like after the second baby, like my whole schedule changed in terms of life, which I'm going to talk about that in another episode about finding the time to work as a mom, because I know that like that's also a subject that is like, okay, you know, I have kids. I want to build a business, but like, where do I find the time to actually do that? So we'll talk about that in the next episode because that's like a whole different conversation. I really want to talk about preparing your business. The last thing that I want to say about preparing your business for a baby is you need to hire help. Now, I know this is like a touchy topic because, you know, some of us are just starting businesses or, you know, you may not have team members or anything. But here's what I want to say. I'm not telling you to hire a team member that you pay forever right or that you pay you know for the next year or whatever i'm saying hire help to finish things because when you're pregnant or when you're getting ready to go on a sabbatical or when you're getting ready to go on an extended vacation you need to get things finished before you go on leave because if you don't you're not going to be able to really enjoy your leave because you're going to constantly be checking back in you're going to constantly be trying to plug in you're going to be constantly trying to finish things so what i want you to do is to hire people to help you finish things for example let's say you have a course or you have like a digital pro product idea. I just recently helped a mom with this. She has like a workbook or whatever that she was working on. Well, she was like struggling to get this workbook finished. And I told her, I said, listen, why don't you just hire somebody to put the workbook together? You already have the words. Somebody else can actually put the product together. I think it, I think she might've spent maybe a hundred dollars somebody to put together the rest of the digital product for her and it was like time that she didn't have to worry about she wasn't feeling well right she was feeling really sick during pregnancy and so she needed help to actually get things finished because she just found herself in a situation where she knew she had these projects that need to be done but she could not physically do them and so in that case hire someone to help you finish it um the the name of the game and the objective as you are getting ready to approach a leave or as you're getting ready to approach you know a sabbatical maternity leave whatever is to get things finished if you don't get things finished you are not going to be able to be present and enjoy your leave that's just a hard fact um i experienced that with my first pregnancy i've watched other clients experience that and come to me trying to fix it and I'm telling you now, if you do not finish things before leave, you're either going to stress out about it while you're on leave and not really be able to be present and enjoy it, or you're not going to go on leave because while you are quote unquote off, you're still going to be trying to finish things up, right? And we don't want to do that. We don't want that. So I really encourage you to hire some help here and there, even if you just hop on Fiverr, even if you just ask a family friend, like it doesn't matter. Just 
pay the money, right? And it doesn't have to be a lot. Like I'm not telling you to spend thousands of dollars or lock yourself into like a six month contract or anything, but hire someone or hire people to do individual tasks that allow you to get things finished. Um, also something else that I would recommend hiring out for is like someone to edit or someone to do tedious tasks. Because again, we're trying to get someone, we're trying to hire people to do the execution. So when I went on maternity leave, it was just by the grace of God that, um, I was smart enough to have hired a podcast manager. And so I had a podcast manager. And so it was great because I was able to batch everything. And then she was able to do all the editing, all the show notes, all the little tedious tasks that, you know, I at the time just did not have the capacity for because I had a baby. I already had King and then I was currently making another one. Um, it was just great because I had her. Now, contrast that to when I had King, I thought the podcast for like six to eight months. So it just goes to show the power of hiring help and how when you hire help, things continue to move, right? You don't lose that momentum. And so that is why hiring help is, is always going to be a key thing for me. And I'm always looking for ways that we can hire people, you know, and in ways that don't cost us a ton of money. Because I recognize that like sometimes in the beginning of your business, you just don't have the cash flow yet to hire help. And that's why we look for more creative ways of like, okay, you know, you do still have some time. So who can we put in place? Where can we, you know, call in a favor or call in some help or do some swaps or something so that you can get things done while you are, you know, preparing to have this baby or preparing to go on a sabbatical or whatever. So, um, these were like my main points in terms of just how to prepare your business for a baby. And I know this is more so about like, I know that I'm speaking more so about the the um, financial side of things, but I really do want to say that when it comes to preparing your business for a baby, it's just so important that you um, stabilize your finances as much as possible because that's honestly the hardest part. If you're finance, or sorry, that's, that's honestly the most, I'm not going to say hardest. It, it's not the most hardest part. It is the part that um takes up the most mental space and what i mean by this is you know when your finances are feeling funny like if they're a little off you have a hard time being present you have a hard time showing up and you make decisions in your business that aren't helpful in the long run and that happened to me when i had when i was pregnant with king um because i just didn't have systems and i didn't really know like what was my bare minimum strategy i didn't know what my process was i didn't have you know a process to move people from awareness to conversion i didn't know how to get visibility because i was just kind of like doing all the things it led me to doing things like i ran a program right before i went on maternity leave um no i didn't i'm sorry i didn't run a program i launched something right before i went on maternity leave and then i grew greatly discounted it and when I did that oh my gosh like it just made it to where now when I came back from my maternity leave I was so stressed I was so stressed and I wasn't being paid I, I, I just I didn't make any money and you know serving is great but not when you are postpartum and struggling with you know just trying to acclimate to having a newborn and running, you know, at the time I was running three different companies, like it was a lot, it was a lot on my plate. And so um, because of that, I really just want you to make sure that you're tapping back into that bare minimum and bare minimum business strategy. And the other thing, and the last thing that I always, always kind of mention and we kind of check in on is when you're preparing your business for a baby or maternity leave or whatever, whatever leave you're trying to um, prepare for, it's so important to look at your offers. Really look at your offers and figure out, is this still in alignment with what's getting ready to happen? You really want to think about 
what is the future going to look like for you? Now, when you're just going on sabbatical or just an extended vacation, it's not like that deep, right? But when you are going on maternity leave, when you're getting ready to have a baby, whether it's your first child or adding another child into the mix, now is the time to think about your offers and make sure that it's in alignment with the lifestyle that you're like the lifestyle change you're about to have. Having kids, you know, and building a business with kids, it's it's doable, right? It's definitely doable, but you have to be super intentional about the types of offers you have. You have to be super intentional about what your schedule looks like. And so now is the time to shift your offers, right? To change your business model. If you've been thinking about changing your business model, right? If you're doing a lot of, you know, um, low ticket done for you services, it's time to think about, all right, what are my higher ticket done for you services? Or how can I, you know, um, increase the value of these, these offers so that I can charge a higher ticket or how can I get out of the day-to-day providing the service? How can I expand my team so that I have people that can do it instead of it being me? How can I, you know, um, better, uh, you know, onboard clients or whatever. Like now's the time you really want to think about the logistics of your offer because it matters, right? It really matters when you are adding, a whole other human into the mix, right? It, it, it really, it makes a difference, right? And so that is the other thing that I want you to think about when preparing your business. And I don't want you to just jump straight into, oh, I need a passive offer, right? Because yes, a passive offer is is, is a great idea, but it can also be even more of a, I don't want to say a headache, but it could just be something that you might not want to bite that off right now, right? You might want to wait until things stabilize a little bit. And I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying you have to weigh out the pros and cons, right? I don't, I don't ever tell someone to just jump straight into like, oh yeah, let's have a passive um, product because just because it's passive doesn't mean you don't have to do any work to promote it and to get it off the ground and to actually sell it. And so you may not even have the capacity to do something like that right now. So, you know, (laughs) moms do business different, right? We're all going to do it different. But I, I really encourage you when you are thinking about how to prepare your business to think about, okay, what am I going, like, what is my life going to look like? Or what is the kind of life that I want? And do my offers still align with that, right? Do my offers still give me the time that I need? Do my offers still, you know, or do my offers allow me to make the money that I want to make? And can I tweak the delivery so that I can get more of my time back, right? It doesn't mean that we're not working. It doesn't mean that we're not going to do what we need to do, but it may mean that you need to hire somebody to support you. It may mean that you need to, you know, change systems and change platforms so that there's a better experience or a better delivery because you can't be doing all the troubleshooting and all the day-to-day and all that kind of stuff. So that's just something to consider. Consider consider what your offers look like and if they are a good fit for the direction that you are going in, whether it is you are having a child, adding more children to the gang, or, you know, just taking some time off. And maybe during your time off, like for those people that go on sabbatical, it's so cool because a lot of times people come back from sabbatical and they change their entire business model, which is so funny to me um, because like before they go on sabbatical, they already make all these changes. And then when they come back, there's like even more changes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's always a fluid thing, right? But this is a great time for you to consider any changes and to go ahead and start making those changes to your offer suite and to your individual offers and stuff like that. So that is it. If there are any questions that you have about preparing your business for a baby, I would love to talk about it because honestly, there were so many different things that I did 
preparing my business. Um, but you know, we can't talk about everything at one, you know, at, at one time. Um, I feel like these are like the most um, important points that I made to my client. And then of course we're breaking these things down. So like right now we are focused on setting realistic expectations and really dialing in her bare minimum business strategy, like really being intentional about what does her funnel look like? What is the content that she needs? Um, you know, how are we being visible? What does she need to do to nurture? What does she need to do to, to convert? And really like, what is the least, right? What's the least that she can do? And how can we get ahead of that, right? And setting those realistic expectations of like, what does like what is her life going to look like for these next few months as she is preparing right as she is baking this baby what does that look like um and then the next thing that we're working on is signing clients right is getting her clients to sign in advance getting people to go ahead and re-sign and put deposits down like we are we are actively working on those things so that she has the cash flow she needs and then finally we're looking at who can she hire right who can she hire to help her finish things because she's already feeling like yeah girl i just cannot right and that's cool right it's okay it happens to the best of us and i mean it really does happen to uh, i mean almost everybody where we're just like you know what i don't care um towards the end of my second pregnancy i literally was just like i don't care if nobody was hired and, and in the position to finish it it just didn't get done and i was okay with that right and you can have that attitude when you know that most of the stuff is done. But when you have a lot of things that are unfinished, it's just so hard to be like, yeah, I'm going to let this go, right? Because it may actually be important to the um, to how your business actually runs, to the strategy behind your business. Um, and then, you know, as we're going through things, she, I, I've, I've opened up the door to conversations around what do your offers look like? And is this actually sustainable on the other side of a baby, right? Because right now things are sustainable. Like, it's so interesting how my offers were sustainable with one kid, but they were unsustainable for two. And so it's like, you know, it's it's just so, it's so nuanced, right? Motherhood and having a business is so nuanced that even the addition of an extra child, which you would think like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but it really is a big deal. So, you know, those are like the main things that I, I say to really focus on when you're preparing for a baby, because it really does kind of cover all the bases, right? Like once you have your strategy, now you can start executing and get ahead of things. Once you start getting those clients in and once you really shift your mindset from I'm launching for right now to, okay, no, I'm actually launching for, you know, a few months from now. Like it really makes you feel a little bit more confident because you know you have that cu that cushion in terms of cash um, inside your business and you have that that money saved up so that when you do go on leave you're not worried about oh i gotta you know post content i gotta do this like i mean of course content is still going to go up but we already got that handle like that's already done right we're not trying to convert somebody right now because you don't have any money we already have the cash we need now we're just you know doing what we can to again maintain and keep the business afloat right the bare minimum so that is it for this episode um empire did really good at just like sitting here for 30 minutes or you know nearly 30 minutes while i just run my mouth and i'm about to do another one i think because he's like really handling this very well so you may hear some coups in the background of the next one but that's all right we're gonna make it do what it do but thanks so much for listening to this episode we can talk about it and kiki about it on um or inside the facebook group so make sure you join me inside the facebook group and until next time i will talk to you later darling Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it, so go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so a young thug knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.